Welcome to the Nourished Woman podcast, hosted by yours truly, Gabby Worsrink, holistic nutritionist and passionate women's health educator. Together on this podcast, we are going to open up the conversation around hormones, holistic healing, relationships, self-development, and everything in between, so you can feel empowered, educated, and ready to take your health and life into your own hands. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. I hope you had a great weekend. I am just sitting here trying to catch up on some work. I had a little bit of a break on the weekend and the last week, so I was having some eye issues. So I think what's happening is my eyes are rejecting my contacts because I wear contacts every single day. So I've been wearing glasses since midweek last week and um, hoping things get better. I have an eye test tomorrow to make sure everything's fine, Um, but I'm probably going to have to wear glasses for the next little while and possibly get LASIK because I don't know if I'm going to be able to wear contacts again, which really, really sucks. If you wear contacts and glasses, then you probably can feel my pain. Um, But I was actually talking with an old family friend uh, a little while ago. She's having some major eye issues, definitely a lot worse than what I'm dealing with. So I'm definitely grateful. My vision hasn't been super affected right now and I'm done really okay, but she's having a lot of issues. So um, yeah, always, it can always be worse. And I'm grateful that I haven't lost vision or I don't have a lot of issues, but I have been more sensitive to the sun because I am used to wearing sunglasses and I don't have prescription sunglasses. So I've been wearing like hats and my glasses and hoping it's good enough. But yesterday I was definitely really sensitive to the sun and it was my eyes felt pretty strained. So just trying to kind of go with the flow and figure things out as I go. I got some eye drops to also help with my eyes and just hoping that everything is fine tomorrow when I get my eyes tested. Um, But today I wanted to talk about gallbladder health and the reason why this came up is because I'm dealing with my own gallbladder issues or what I kind of am surmising um, is going on and I have had liver issues for a while. Um, I was on Accutane, I was on the birth control pill, so all of these drugs that are really hard on your liver. Um, If you don't know, Accutane is a drug for skin, for acne and breakouts, so I was on that when I was, I want to say around 15. I also went on birth control at the same time um, because you have to, to, because there's such bad risks of birth defects with Accutane that they make you take a backup contraceptive method to ensure that there's no chance you could get pregnant. Um, Anyways, I, uh, what was I going with that? Oh yes, I had to get um, blood tests done every single week, I think it was, or every other week on Accutane to make sure that my liver was functioning okay because it's such an intense drug and it's so hard on your liver which is really scary. Now that I look back on it, I'm like, hmm, probably shouldn't have went on that because it also did not solve my acne. My skin was beautiful when I was on it, but it came back, didn't get to the root of it. And it in turn actually gave me way more issues. Um, One of them being like dry eyes that I don't think I ever fully recovered from. So needless to say, I've had a history of issues with my liver and in turn that does affect your gallbladder. And gallbladder is something that a lot of people don't talk about, which is why I'm really excited to talk about it in this podcast in case you are struggling with it as well. Um, So quick info on the gallbladder. It's actually a very important organ that is oftentimes dismissed or it's seen as unimportant because it's oftentimes removed for a lot of people and doctors will say it's harmless that you know you don't have to do anything different after you've gotten it removed you can keep living the life you've been living you don't need to take supplements or supports or anything like that which is really far from the truth and actually I know my nana's gotten hers removed and she wasn't told to do anything special for it or support her body uh, and a lot of other women um, it's really common in women actually so 
According to the American College of Gastroenterology, gallstones occur in up to 20% of American women by the age of 60, and women between the ages of 20 and 60 years old are three times more likely to develop gallstones than men, which is really interesting how it's affecting mostly women. Um, I think this has to do a lot with medications that we take, stress, and uh, birth control. I think that they really do have a large impact on our gallbladder and liver that we don't realize. Um, so what does the gallbladder do exactly? So it's an important organ, um, but it's a little pouch that's going to sit really close to your liver and your upper right abdomen. And that's essentially where your bile is going to be stored. So think of your liver as the production facility for bile and the gallbladder is the storage facility. So your liver is going to produce bile on its own and it's going to be stored in the gallbladder so that when you consume fats in whatever meal or snack you're eating, uh, the gallbladder will release bile into your intestines. And that's going to help you digest fats. Now, all is fine and dandy until we run into some problems. So where we can run into problems is if your gallbladder is removed altogether. So if you don't have a gallbladder, you're not going to be breaking down your fats um, because you don't have that storage of, of bile. And sometimes your liver is not running fast enough to be able to spit it right out into your digestive tract. So you can end up with deficiency in fats because you're not breaking down your fats. Um, and fat-soluble vitamins, so A, D, E, and K, those are all fat-soluble, meaning that you need fats to help absorb them and utilize them. So if you don't have fats digesting properly, you're not going to have those nutrients, and they're going to be deficient. Uh, and these are all crucial for your horm hormones, for your skin, for your vision, brain health, and more. Because if you look at fats, fats are the basis of our sex hormones. So you really need to have uh, those being digested properly and utilized in the body or else you're going to have an intern this list of issues that come with not digesting fats and not having those in our body to function and run all of our different systems so yes um, some indicators that you have a gallbladder issue so i think this is really important because not a lot of people talk about this but gallbladder issues can show up when you're not just digesting your fats obviously and how can you tell that from your poop um, is if it's floating or if it's really greasy looking. So you want to make sure you have poops that are going to slowly sink to the bottom of the toilet. If they're floating, that's a good indicator that you're not digesting fats because they are still in more like whole form in your, in your poop. Um, so that's one really good indicator. Uh, another indicator would be if you're having a lot of like skin issues, if you're having a lot of acne breakouts, because your skin needs fats to function and it also your hormones as well. So if you're having like hormonal breakouts or if you're having um, skin issues, it can really have to do with the barrier um, and the like actual structure of your skin because if you're not digesting those fats and you're utilizing them you're not having a good um, skin skin health really so those are some big areas you can notice as well as if you have any pain so pains they can radiate from um, between your right shoulder blade because you're liver and gallbladder is located on your upper right abdomen. So you can get shooting pain between your shoulder blades, which I've actually had before in the past. And I would sometimes think that it was to do with like just lifting things wrong or whatever it might be, but it actually can be your liver and gallbladder. Um, also having pains there. Um, some people who have liver issues will feel pains or it'll be kind of like swollen or sticking out a bit. Um, I actually was having gallbladder attacks and I didn't even know I was having them. I've had them only twice in the past, I want to say two months. The first time I was actually in Collingwood in bed, I was sleeping and I was woken up. Actually, no, I think I had a bit of pain before bed and I thought maybe I just had some beans or something that I don't normally have and that could ca cause some gas and be hard to digest. So I went to bed. 
Um, and then I woke up in the night with pain, which never happens to me. And I was like, okay, this is not good. I woke up in the middle of the night, thought it was my appendix possibly. Um, but it was like in the center of my stomach. So I thought, hmm, you know, it's not really in the spot where appendix issues would be, but it was such a bad pain that I thought, oh my God, like, what could this be? But I was like, it's, you know, I think it was two or three in the morning. I thought I'm just going to wait it out. If I don't feel better by like seven, I will get Arthur to take me to the hospital. So I woke up, felt better. And so that happened. And I thought maybe it was just like a fluke thing. Maybe it was gas or I had some weird stomach thing. I don't know. Um, and then weeks later I was actually in, at our new place, um, in Yarker and I was in bed again in the morning, woke up and felt kind of off. So I like went to the bathroom, did my morning routine. And then I had to get right back into bed because I started feeling like this really bad twisting kind of pain um, in the center of my abdomen, kind of in the upper region. And I thought, oh my gosh, this is awful. Like, what could this be? And then it passed after maybe an hour. I did a castor oil pack. So I thought maybe there's some gas or something that's moving around that needs to be eliminated. I also was going through a lot of stress at this time too in the past few weeks. So I thought maybe it was just connected to stress. Um, and so I did a castor oil pack and I felt, started feeling better. It only lasted for about an hour maybe. Um, and so I, I started seeing things about gallbladder as well. So after that happened, I started seeing people posting about gallbladder or someone would mention it, or I'd see it in a book or whatever it might be. And I thought, Hmm, like that's interesting. Like, why am I getting all these signs about the gallbladder? So I started looking into it and I'm like, oh my gosh, I have a lot of these symptoms and it kind of connects to a lot of the health issues that I was having and experiencing over the last little while. I was also dealing with a lot of emotional stuff. So I think that that also tied to it. Um, so yeah, I was like, I think it's gallbladder issues anyways. Um, so how does this become an issue? Like I said before, a lot of the times it's connected to taking certain medications or hormones. So the birth control pill is definitely something that's connected to it. Uh, Accutane, I think for sure is somehow messed with my liver and gallbladder. I think there's a connection there for sure. Um, consuming the wrong types of fats, which I was consuming the most of my life. You know, I was having a lot of not like super processed stuff, but I love to have like bagel bites or like I used to eat like Orville Ravenbacher's popcorn like every single night and all of that is vegetable oil, canola oil, all those bad oils that are really going to help like basically push your gallbladder and your bile into this more like sludgy sort of consistency. So you want your bile to be light and flowy and liquidy, not light. I don't know why I said that, but liquidy and flowy. Um, so it's not going to get stuck in those small, narrow biliary ducts. So basically when it starts to get sludgy and thick and it's not flowing properly, that's when you're going to see the issues and you can see gallstones form. And so that's what a gallbladder attack is. Essentially, if gallstones are getting stuck or if things aren't flowing properly, this can happen, especially if you've had a really fatty meal and you feel like nauseous. That was the other thing I totally forgot. I was dealing with a lot of nausea over the last little while and I actually threw up at the en route on the 401 the one day. I thought I was just car sick, but I just felt terrible and I was feeling kind of nauseous off and on at certain times of the day. Um, and I knew I wasn't pregnant, so I was like, obviously there's something going on. So I didn't even like connect the dots. I thought maybe I was just I don't know, fighting something or something was just off with me. And now it all makes sense because I was having a lot of nausea and I was also eating a lot of like really fatty, dense meals. I was having like really fatty uh, Greek yogurt as snacks. I was having like bacon, eggs and butter and sourdough in the morning, which is nothing wrong with that. But when you're dealing with gallbladder issues, that can be almost like too much fat for you to handle if you're not taking like some ox bile um, or if you're not like giving your body a break first to kind of heal. So that was the other thing was nausea. So nausea, vomiting, especially after heavy fat meal, um, 
pain in your center of your abdomen or on your right upper abdomen, uh, skin issues, dry skin, acne, like my skin's also broken out like crazy. And I just had overall digestive issues, um, stools floating, kind of greasy, all that kind of stuff uh, might be TMI. But when you're dealing with this, it's really nice to talk about it because you might be going through this and you wouldn't even connect those dots together. So um, I feel like I'm kind of bouncing all over the place. Those are the main symptoms. Those are the main issues that I found. Um, so what am I doing right now? So a huge part of it is I'm doing castor oil packs. I've been doing those pretty much almost every single night just the past week uh, just to kind of get things flowing and support my liver and gallbladder and my overall digestive system. So I do have a castor oil how-to in my dry brushing guide. It's only $5 on my website. Um, If you buy a dry brush, which they are available tomorrow in the shop when everything gets restocked for our one-year anniversary of the launch, you can get a free dry brushing guide and that the castor oil pack how to's in there. And it all talks about like how to support lymphatic drainage and detox pathways. So, um, but you can get that for $5 if you want to have the how to in there and plus some other info, but castor oil packs I've been doing every single night before bed. It's also really relaxing. I can just read my book, listen to music or a podcast, put my salt lamp on and dim the lights, all that kind of stuff. Um, so I really focus on doing it in the upper right abdomen where my liver and gallbladder is. Um, Doing bitters before meals is really helpful. So I like using the St. Francis bitters, but there's lots of other brands out there as well. I've been doing NFH Oxbile. So unfortunately it's a really high dose. It's about, I think it's 500 grams, which is kind of the max that you should take per day. If you were to get a overall digestive bitter that, um, no, sorry, digestive enzyme that was including oxbile, but had other things in it, you'd probably have a lower dose and you could spread it out throughout the day. But I typically just will look at like what I'm going to eat that day. And if I know like my breakfast is more fatty, I will have it with breakfast or I'll wait later in the day if I know I'm going to have something else. Or if I'm going to be going out for a meal and there's going to be like some oils or fats I'm not used to, I will save it for then. Um, so I'll take an oxbile, take one of those capsules every, th- every day, whether it's morning, evening, afternoon, whatever meal I choose. Um, I've been taking my perfect supplements, desiccated liver, which I've been taking for a while now. That's something I love to include because like heals like. So consuming liver will help heal your liver. Um, as you know, you could do that with kidney or you could do that with, um, thymus. I know other people have done different organs as well, but like heals like, and I do always, um, agree with that kind of mindset with that. Um, I've been taking some undas, some homeopathics, um, Acer Campestra, um, Chanka Piedra is something I might try taking because it's, uh, I think it's known as the gall, gallstone crusher or stone crusher. Um, basically it helps dissolve gallstones, which is really helpful if that's what you think you're dealing with is a full of gallstones. Um, but yeah, I've been doing the Acer Campestra, which is another thing that helps with supporting bile flow and supporting your gallbladder. So I'm taking that um, with breakfast and dinner. And then the undas I take three times a day under the tongue on an empty stomach. Um, I don't know a whole lot about them, but my friend Rachel told me how to use them because she knows how to do all the homeopathics. But so far, I haven't had a gallbladder attack. I've been feeling good. I haven't been feeling like nauseous or anything. And I've been not like I've been going a bit lighter with the fats, but I've still been eating fats because I know I need them for my blood sugar and for my hormones and all that. Um, but just doing those few things has really, really helped me also emotions. So the emotions that are connected with your liver and gallbladder are bitterness, anger, frustration. Um, those are definitely things I've dealt with in the past. And I had some recent things happen in my life that kind of re like brought those emotions out again, which is definitely connecting me to some traumas and some 
emotional things I need to deal with that have maybe not been dealt with, but it's really interesting to see how things can flare up and how it all kind of connects. And that's all uh, traditional Chinese medicine and Ayurveda really connects emotions with those organs. And I think it's pretty cool because it's pretty spot on too, if you look back and kind of look at different things. Um, But I've been reading Louise Hay books and I really like her book, think it's called you can heal your body she has a lot of like affirmations that connect to different issues so say that you have like frequent headaches or say you have eye issues or if you have gallbladder liver issues she'll tell you like what's connected to and then affirmations that you can use to help you so i've been doing that as well Uh, obviously some people aren't into that but i do think emotions and stress have a much bigger impact than we think on our physical health and so that's what i'm working on just as much as i'm focusing on nutrition and um, supplements. I am also equally adding in for, uh, adding, um, sorry, adding effort into my emotional and mental health too. I think that's really important to talk about. Not a lot of people do. So yeah, that's kind of what I've been doing. Um, but gallbladder issues are really important to address now rather than later, especially if you're surmising that you may have gallbladder issues or it runs in your family, your parents, loved ones have had issues like that. Um, you know, because, having them removed is really not good. I know a lot of times doctors will say, you don't need that organ, it's totally fine. But every organ I feel like has a need in the body and a use. And when you don't have it, there are other imbalances will come down the line. So I think it's really important to keep, you know, good health of your organs and to support them while you can before you lose them because it's not fun to deal with these health issues. I can tell you that right now. It's been um, scary at times because I'm like worried I'm not going to feel well one day or if I'm worried that I, you know, look, we'll have tummy issues and I won't want to leave the house or, um, you know, whatever it might be. So just like dealing with these things now is so important rather than waiting until they get full blown and you have all of these issues. Another thing that I forgot to mention too, is I want to get back into doing acupuncture. Um, but we've been kind of in the middle of moving, so I haven't found a place yet to go to, but I really love acupuncture and traditional Chinese medicine. I've noticed it really helped me in the past when I was going for cupping and acupuncture. So I want to get back into that. And I think that would also be really good compliment to everything else that I'm doing right now. Um, but yeah, just working on supporting my body, supporting stress and, uh, really doing a lot of the mental work as well, because I think that's as important as the physical stuff. So, um, if you have any questions related to gallbladder stuff, or you think you've been dealing with it, let me know, um, kind of what you're going through and if you can relate to anything or if you have similar experiences or anything that's helped you, I would love to hear. Um, but I thought I would share that just because I wanted to share what was going on with me, um, and my health. And I find that whenever I share things I'm going through or things that I've been through, uh, a lot of times other people have as well. So it's just kind of nice to chat together and kind of make it like a community type thing. Um, or if you know anyone who has gallbladder issues or may have them, send this to them and let them listen. Um, and we can help each other out. So anyways, I hope you guys enjoyed this week's episode. I'm hoping to have an episode next week. Uh, it's a Q&A portion. So I will be posting in my Instagram stories for questions to gather. If you have any questions you've been wanting to ask me or things you want to talk about, go um, reply to that once I share that. And yeah, I have all the links down below. And I hope you guys have a wonderful rest of your day. I also wanted to give you a quick reminder that we still have the special promotion to join our membership site on the GB Collective for all the podcast listeners. So you can join for only $9.99 per month or $99.99 per year. 
it's currently $14.99 or $149.99 per year. So it's a really great price to get in on if you've been wanting to join us. We have tons of content, tons of information, all the hormone basics that you need, um, lifestyle, we do it all. So if you want to join them, you can join anytime. You can cancel anytime. There's no commitment. And we would love to have you in there. We will be having our live Q&A early September. So if you do want to join us, that'll be perfect timing. You can attend the Q&A and it's really fun. We get to chat. It's a really small group of us and it's really nice to get to know each other. Anyways, I hope you have a great rest of your day when you're listening to this and we will see you next week for a new episode.